Retirement. That's what we're all aiming at, right? But exactly what does that mean? It conjures up visions of endless days of golf, drinks with little umbrellas in them on a tropical beach, feet up reading a book. Is that what it's all about? I don't think so. Life would get pretty dull after a while without anything meaningful to do, don't you think? I'm Jackie Doucette, and I'm on a mission to discover exactly what life is like beyond retirement. Join me while I chat with people who've already done it, who've retired to something rather than from something. Let's find out together exactly what's waiting for us when we say goodbye to that nine to five. Hi, everyone. Welcome to episode 181 of Beyond Retirement. If you recall, last week I chatted with Tom Rossiter, and we talked about all the activities he's taken part in through his life, from selling vacuum cleaners to pay for medical schools to volunteering at the Alderwood Retirement Center in his current town of Mount Pearl, Newfoundland. If you haven't listened to our conversation yet, please go listen to it now before you listen to me ramble about what it brought to my mind. The first thing that came to my mind when Tom started talking was the idea that he's certainly made the most of his life so far and he doesn't seem to be ready to do anything other than keep living every moment as it comes. He doesn't seem to be the kind of fellow who lingers on what could have been or who berates himself over what he should have done. Instead, he's out there helping other people get as much as they can from their own lives. One of the things that I found especially interesting was Tom's story about creating his stained glass window. To have the idea as a teenager that he'd like to make a stained glass window someday is one thing. I imagine most teenagers think about things they'd like to do someday, but he drew his picture and he held on to it for about 50 years and he still wanted to make that window. I think some sort of inner force must have been at work there. And that's something that Tom said too, that there's a lot more going on in our lives than what we're actually aware of. I agree with this. I'm a firm believer in the idea that there's always another door opening when one is shutting. It's a matter of taking a moment to assess a situation, to figure out what's going on. If some action gives you a result you weren't expecting, take a look at it. Maybe this new result is just what you were looking for. Don't always jump to a conclusion that it's a problem just because it wasn't what you expected. Another thing that Tom and I discussed a little bit was an article that he found in a Scientific American magazine. It was called The Nun Study, and it was a study that had been undertaken by some doctors who wanted to study aging and Alzheimer's disease. The doctors followed some nuns in a convent through their lives with the understanding that after each nun died, the doctors would be able to examine their brains for various signs of aging and specifically for the tau protein tangles that are known to be present in Alzheimer's patients. I thought this was a great idea. The scientists could rule out many of the confounding conditions that are usually found in patients in studies. These women all had the same routines, they ate the same meals, they saw the same people, they basically lived the same lives. So everything should be similar. The only substantial difference between them was their life prior to joining the convent. And this seems to have made some difference. What I found interesting in this study was that there seemed to be some significance to having higher education. It appeared that the nuns who had more schooling, larger vocabularies, more external interests prior to joining the convent aged more healthily than those of lower initial standing. I guess this might 
relate to having a more curious nature and trying to be more involved in activities in general. Two of the nuns that they studied came from the same family. I was going to say two sisters they studied, but I wasn't sure that that would clearly explain the situation, given that all of the nuns are sisters. Anyway, two of these nuns came from the same family. They were biologically sisters. One of them was less active, and she developed symptoms of Alzheimer's quite early, basically living with it for 20 years or so until her death, while the other was quite active right up until a couple of years before her death, and that was when she started to show real signs of uh, Alzheimer's. Both of them were in their late 80s, I believe, upon their deaths, and the scientists expected to find substantially more tangles in the brain of the woman whose life had basically shut down when Alzheimer's began. But it turned out that both women had the same amount of the tau protein tangles in their brains, seeming to indicate that being active helps at least to lessen the outward symptoms of Alzheimer's. I don't know how true that is, but if I have the possibility of being able to continue living an active life longer, just by being active now, I'm going to take that chance. Of course, there are many factors that relate to healthy aging, and we talked about a few of them, because Tom is definitely the poster boy for an active life. Things like eating well and not smoking are obvious, but also such activities as learning another language, taking up a musical instrument, being sociable and mixing with people often apparently go a long way toward maintaining your mental health. As we travel through our beyond retirement years, these are some great suggestions for making them healthier. I don't know what you've got planned for your own journey, but I'm getting a lot of those boxes ticked off. I'm learning Spanish. I'm trying to learn the saxophone. I'm getting out and meeting people whenever I can, wherever I happen to be. And don't forget to get some regular exercise. The thing that ages us fastest, in my opinion, is a sedentary life. I'm not suggesting everyone needs to take up marathon running or anything like that, but getting some good solid exercise at least three or four times a week is definitely going to help you keep all the joints going. The story that Tom read to finish up our conversation really hit home for me. If you recall, he started it with a little anecdote about a fellow being chased by a tiger. The fellow jumps over a cliff to certain death, but he notices a berry on a branch as he descends he plucks that berry and pops the juicy ripe berry into his mouth just to enjoy that taste. Now that is the truest example of carpe diem that you could possibly ask for. And following that anecdote, his story of taking his wife to the opera one last time just accentuates the theme, the idea that life is worth living, you've got to live it now. I know I've mentioned the idea of living in the moment often, it's always good to remember things that have happened before, both so you don't repeat mistakes and also so you can relive the experiences and the happy times that you've had. There's nothing wrong with that. But living in the past, consciously or unconsciously, dwelling on past experiences and thinking about how they could have turned out differently or how you should have done something else, that does us absolutely no good. What's done is done. And other than learning from it to avoid repeating it, there's absolutely nothing we can do about the past. Now, I don't think I'm going to beat that idea to death today. I am pretty sure I say it often enough. I'd like to leave you with one final thought from Tom, though. He said that he learned really early in life that if you want to get something out of life, you have to give something first. It doesn't matter what you're doing. If you give of yourself, you'll get back 10,000-fold. 
and he's seeing that every day and is volunteering with the senior center. He says it's the biggest joy in his life, just helping those people and what that gives to him. Anyway, thank you so much for hanging out with me today. Next week, I'm going to be speaking with George Georgian, who's going to be sharing a bit about how we can get the most out of this next stage of life. I hope you'll tune in and join us. And that's it for this episode of Beyond Retirement. Thank you so much for hanging out with me. I hope you enjoyed it. To check out the video interviews, please go to my YouTube channel at bit.ly forward slash beyond retirement. That's B-I-T dot L-Y forward slash beyond retirement. Be sure to subscribe so you won't miss any new episodes.